Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Welcome to TFYLP, episode 536. We are live tonight. It is, what is it, July 13th, I think? Sounds uh, about right. Like that. Thursday um, the 13th. It's Thursday. So we are a week away from... From Thursday the 20th. Yes. So there you go. Anyway, I'm Lucas. I'm joined tonight by Peter. Fervidestron. And Rob. Hi. And Anna. Hello. And Phil. Hello. What, what is that, Phil? Chode. <clears throat> or, or like uh, three-fifths of Chode. It's a Marvel Legends build-a-figure that I need two more parts for. Mm. He's a star jammer. He's friends with Cyclops' dad. Totally know what all of those words meant. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did. So for your build of figures, do you normally <clears throat> try to like source them from wherever, or do you actually buy the whole wave to like complete the figure? Uh, usually we'll source at least a few parts from like eBay or local toy shops. Um, Makes sense. You know, I just opened up a guy to to get the torso that I was like, oh, Kid Omega, he'll be kind of cool. And I'm like, I'm very disappointed in him. So, I don't know, I'll probably be slamming fast. Uh, but then what you... I wasn't going to get, but I found on clearance, was, was Emma Frost, White Queen, and she's great. So, yeah, glad I got her. Did you open up a gal to get her, or just open up the guy? Uh, get, it, get all up in those guts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed something there, and I'll just let everyone carry on. Me and Peter got it, and that's all that matters. No. That's fine. Like I said, I'll just let everyone carry on. I can send you the head from Dr. Fartbot, or whatever his name is, that came with Twitch. I'm so behind on oh, comics. I don't even yeah. know Dr. Fartbot. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's when he reaches full uh, power, is he Dr. Shark? Yeah, he's Earthspark. But it's mainline, so Rob's even just as behind on that. Wait, there's no figures in mainline? Yeah. The Earthrise. I mean, okay, sorry, it's Earthspark. mainline Earthspark. <clears throat> I know we had that Spark, one yeah, McAdams thingy a while back. Right. Yeah. There's, they've done that another was the one. original one, but did they have a new yeah, one? Yeah, they've done another one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's okay. one. I don't think oh. all those parts are out yet. I think no, they're... No, we gotta wait for... Um, we have to wait for Nightshade, Nightshade. and Grimlock. I'm like, yeah. Good old, not Dr. Archiville, Mandroid. Mandroid. Well, I heard that the, 
I heard that the last part is actually coming with the Robosin Grimlock. So that wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me. I don't, I don't care. Oh, man, could you imagine? sucks and my dog ate part of them. I, I wish that would happen, that it would come out with Robeson. Just the wailing and gnashing of teeth would be worth it. Can you imagine, so, like, Robeson's a little too ridiculous, but could you imagine to build a figure with Masterpiece? That would just be such a, like, amusing thing to do. It'd be all, like, amusing. a bunch of shitty repaints that no one wanted, you know, not, like, even mainline characters. Yeah. Oh yeah, it would just be like the the Diaclone figures, like that kind yeah. of stuff that a lot of people would go, oh, it's not a main character, but then the build a character is somewhat important. So yeah, yeah. the worst well, it, build a figure. Kind of... Oh sorry. No, the worst build a figure I've ever seen is the Green Lantern movie Parallax. It was a terrible looking character design. It was an awful toy, and like that. That that line, I think you had to get like ten figures to get all the parts, and that line came out so sporadically and in weird waves, and mm-hmm. then like it got clearance at the end, so you like maybe found it at Ross, and like the main part, the head was its own separate figure, and it just it was like anyone who was like, "I'm gonna build this thing," was was in for a very painful experience. That sounds rough. Yeah, and it's I just was a gonna say toy. I was going to say McAdam was pretty disappointing, but that sounds way worse. Yeah, I heard, like, I thought having a McAdam would be cool, and then I was like, I'm not buying all those figures, and then people are like, it's neat that it exists, but it sucks. And so I was just it's, like, I'll live. Yeah, it's little. Yeah. That's, like, the weirdest thing about it. Like, you need, like, Legends Plus figures to go with it, because he's smaller than any of the Cyberverse Deluxes that you got him with but in the cartoon he's huge he's a really big guy so fuck your scale yeah you can't play it well he's not small he's just in the background he's he's yeah the background the cyberverse and earth spark deluxes are always going to be very frustrating with their scale because there isn't any Well, yeah, uh, McAdams is like s- bulkhead size. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say that uh, it'd be kind of like the uh, thrilling thirty, um, you know, years and years ago, where I was like, oh, this would be kind of fun to like collect all the thirty figures from this thrilling thirty line that they're putting out, and then you're like, like I don't even know, did, did they actually release? 30 separate figures that had a number on it, Peter? Or did I feel like it's more than that. I know TF Wiki has a list. TF Wiki has the list. There were some numbers that were doubled, and uh, one of the numbers was missed entirely. Okay. That's what I, because... was, I, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah. That sounds the right. The team changed midstream. It, it was did. shoddy. Yeah. And then some of them were like only available in Singapore or Hong Kong or something ridiculous, and it was just like, what? No, ah, uh, farts. Yeah, yeah. Silly, silly me back at the time was like, oh, like, obviously Hasbro put some thought into this. Like, you know, they wouldn't just sporadically, like, throw the numbers on random boxes and not actually complete this. Like, they have some thought into it. But, no. So now you're 10 years more jaded. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So... Isn't that I'm great? I'm just for like us? giving my McAdam parts to you, Anna. So, 
You did. You helped me complete McAdam. You helped me get to that disappointment I got from finishing him. No, actually, honestly, I have him behind a bar on one of my shelves, and it works. And it's, it's kind of cool. I can have other figures go to his bar. And, you know, it's only Legends figures ever go because they have to be smaller than him. But it's okay. It's fun. Kicker was there for a long time for some reason. Figure that one out. Now, do you have the Zeta bar set up? Yes, um, I do. But I actually gave him, I actually bought a doll bar that was just a little more, it's like a little more classic bar looking with like a wood top. I don't know. Mm. I like him on that one. I have displays. I just never show them because I never clean them up. They're always like half finished. Yeah, you can see out here like there's Chrome Dome, the Ninja Turtle, like or the Ninja Turtle figure, like he's leaning against the other ones, and like (laughs) there's the neutrinos that refuse to stand up no matter how much I try, and there's something falling down. I don't even know what the hell that is. Like (laughs) I I fixed them and then like. Two days later, something is falling over and on to something else. It's just like, fuck you, Tully. I think one of Paul's favorite moments with me was when he was over at my house one time and I was trying to set up a Star Wars Black Series guy. And I knocked him. Oh, no. I tipped him over and it was just the domino effect. And for people who just <sighs> collect Transformers and don't collect like regular action figures, like you don't really experience that much. Transformers have nice, big, chunky feet. And uh, yeah, most action figures do not. Yeah, it's funny, like, if there's a Transformer figure that you have trouble standing, like, we're like, this is the end of the world as Transformer collectors. How dare this not happen? You collect <laughs> anything else, and you're so happy if it stands up for five minutes, man. Yeah. It's just like Look everything at, else is trash. She's got freaking high heels on. Like, seriously, this this toy stands up for all about 30 seconds before she topples over, and her cake, cake takes down about 10 other toys with her. So I have the vast majority of the DC collectibles uh, Batman animated series line. Oh, yeah. And the Bruce Tim designs, like in the show, is just these tiny little feet. All of them come down to these tiny little feet. So luckily, all but like the last wave or two of that set came with a little tiny stand. And that helps. Like, I mean, they're the stands are shitty, but they work, you know, well enough. But there's a few figures that don't have them. And they spend most of their time uh, taking that nap. So... Yeah, Man Bat and Clayface are just like these gigantic torsos. Yeah. Yep. So, Transformers, I think, is the show. What? What's that? I I was saying, I think we're a Transformers show. Maybe. Sometimes. I mean, we're a foot show now. I was going to say. Action figure feet. I thought Um, we were talking about Pops today. Right? Um, so I was, I was going to uh, say that we are right on the precipice of uh, both TFCon uh, this upcoming weekend, and then uh, we also have San Diego Comic-Con, uh, which is next weekend. So we've got plenty of news coming out, um, but uh, we're, we're, you know, right before that. So I guess we're getting, you know, a handful of reveals from TFCon already, and then, of course, I'm sure they'll be doing the third-party panel. Uh, you know, at some point, and you know, we'll probably be disappointed by that, and you know, say, "Oh man, wh- why don't they have more reveals?" Or we could have X trans bots like reveal a hundred figures that they're going to put out five years from now, right? One or the other. Five years? 
Mr. Optimist over here. <laughs> it's going to be 50 figures, not 100, and they'll come out in 10 years, except for the half of them that get canceled and we just don't hear about anymore. I do want to apologize to uh, those folks who were looking forward to the TFYLP live show and Q and A. Um, we're just all having passport issues, so we can't we can't get into Canada. Um, some of us, that's like for good that we can't get into Canada, but most of us, it's just we'll we'll, we'll be there next year. One of these years, I'd like to go to this one. Yeah, I've never been to this one. I've been. I'm not going this year though because. Backyard convention. Yeah. I keep saying it's like, oh, I'm going to go next year and next year and now yeah. it's, you know. I definitely plan to do LA this year, this coming, the next LA I plan to go to because I haven't done that one yet. And it's in a consistent location. So that sounds like a nice thing to me. Well, and I don't know what it is, but my vacation schedule somehow, like, I've been taking vacations when TFCon happens, but apparently my wife doesn't want to go to a Transformers convention, like, weirdly enough. So she, she actually placated me a couple of years ago with TFCon LA, but, uh, you know, the, I think she's finally like, no, we're not, we're not going. There is a con this this weekend in Kansas City, Lucas, there's Collect Acon. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, they they haven't been advertising very well. It looks like a looks like a thing. Are they advertising about as well as TF Expo or? Yeah, except they they have some pretty big guests, right? They have like big anime actors, oh. um, but then they just. I don't know. Like, they only have panels on Sunday. They only have two days of an event. Saturday seems to just be a dealer's room and autographs. Sunday seems to have a few panels with just, like, the big voice actors. Seems like a strangely constructed creature. So, I have a question in regards to voice actors. They are part of the Screen Actors Guild. And the Screen Actors Guild just went on strike. Now, not all voice actors are. Um, but for the voice actors who are part of the Screen Actors Guild, they just went on strike. They have been told, please don't even show up to San Diego Comic-Con, let alone do press and publicity and all that sort of thing, which is what San Diego Comic-Con is. So are, if you're a, a union voice actor, are you still allowed to do signings or, or whatnot at a convention sort of thing? So I'm, I would I'm curious. I would assume so, because that's like a personal one-on-one -on -one agreement with that type of stuff you know it's not through the guild yeah For a lot of them that's like a lot of their supplemental income you know comes from doing that stuff on the weekends plus you got plane tickets and hotel bookings and all that type of thing so yeah i, I, mean, I get it post I, the I mean, announcement I mean, of the strike they'll what's that peter i was gonna say post the announcement of the strike uh tfcon toronto did announce a couple more people today oh so. okay Oh, I wonder if they're like, hey, these actors got some free time now. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's different, it. too. That's a lot different than, like, San Diego Comic-Con, which is a huge, like, corporate event versus, you right. know, smaller fan conventions, you know? Yeah. Kind of kind of shitting where you eat to uh, screw those guys over. Yeah. That and, you know, it sounds like we won't be getting the Earth Spark panel, or if we do, it'll be a much reduced Earth Spark panel 
at San Diego Comic-Con with just maybe producers and directors there. That's a bummer. Yeah. But we get new episodes in uh, 14 days. The end of season one, it might actually... Because that first part felt pretty complete, the first chunk we got, but then the second part just kind of like ended in the middle of a story. So I'm hoping we get like a nice coherent ending and just in case it doesn't get a second season as a as a lover of recent animated everything. Many things I like do not get second season. So I'm always on the watch out. Look out, look out. So toys, what do we want to talk yeah, about? Should we do TFCon first because it's it's sooner? Yeah. Yeah. So Anna, I hear you're excited about some uh, TFCon reveals, huh? Or some. Uh, this way, I can pretend. I can pretend that I get sick before we talk about the other half of the show, since I'm not as excited about San Diego Comic Con as I am about TFCon. So yeah, I um, they've been revealing their exclusives and their um their custom figure and they have been following this trend of custom figures that are not model kits like that one year when they did a model kit they're doing another um, retail figure custom kit which i think that the custom class is better if they do a nice simple retail figure because you might actually learn something um anyone who's never gone to one of these custom classes they're a class and name only really you get an instruction sheet but there's really not like a teacher there's really not like a class element to it other than following your own instructions. That can really very like that can very wildly. Like I've had some smaller conventions I went to where like, no, you got instruction. Like the person there was leading you through it and showing you what to do and you did some cool stuff. Like a mm-hmm. you know, for all of its faults, like the Slagacon ones were really fun. Um, the two of them I did there and like we did electronics and they showed you some tricks. You did some like spider webbed, you know, windows like they've been cracked and like a bunch of stuff. But then, yeah, the BotCon <laughs> ones were typically, here's your pamphlet. I'm going to go sit over here, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, like a lot of people had done that several years and that's all they needed, you know, and they were good to go. And like, it's not like the people wouldn't help you. They only did one TFCon one. And it's like, yeah, they'll say... help you, but they, a lot of people there know what to do. They're just like, here it is. Start painting and, They'll help you out, but it's not very, you're not really led through it. I mean, I've done a couple of the TFCon ones, and I, I do feel like I, I thought one of them, they were like, all right, here, if you, you know, if you need some more help, try to sit towards the other side where the, you know, where the instructor's at so that he can yeah. help. But I, I think a lot of it is really more of trying to almost pull it out of them, like as far as like asking questions, what to do. You know, but then, like, everyone is so socially awkward at those <laughs> at those things that no one wants to actually ask questions. And then, you know, the whoever's running it is too awkward to actually, you know, you know, just sit there and tell you what to, you know, or, or ask, like, hey, who needs help and, and whatever. So, but I, I did find, like, when I was just asking them a lot of questions on, on what to do, that they actually were pretty helpful. The first year I went, I got a good table. That was the year that I ended up meeting you, Lucas, through Sean, because I sat with Sean at the table he was at. And like we all we all kind of worked at the same pace and kind of helped each other and talked over the sets. 
Now that year we were taking a part of fans project Severo painting it and putting it back together, which is, you know, that's a really complex, pretty large figure. He's the Grimlock from fans project. Got it. He's a big old guy. You know, he's not a small toy and he's complicated and he has sprains all over. And yeah, if Sean would have been there to help me take that thing apart and put it back together, I would have been terrified to do it on my own. So I think having a good table you know, we had a mix of people who were experienced and inexperienced. You know, we all got through it. It all had a lot of fun. But then in another year when I didn't have a table that was really united, people just kind of left halfway through and just didn't really finish the project. So it can be really mixed. But regardless of our experience with it, they're making Cycle out of the Prime RC slash Laser Cycle slash... 18 different people mold and that is that's interesting right because that thing's gonna have a butt ton of paint on it to get to cycle and it looks like it would be a really good demo for someone who's never fully painted a figure before because it's not complicated it's not big it won't be hard to take apart because it's pretty much all joints you can clip apart yourself but it's also How? that's that's the rid rc right well, no, my, the, my thinking would be they would use the road rocket version because yeah, a lot of cycles. Yeah, a lot of cycles already red, so that's a part you won't have to paint. Um, but cycle is white and red, and that white you're going to need a lot of coats to get that. You know, covering up all those darker colors. Well, that's what I was wondering is like, what was the base toy and the colors on it? Yeah, it's like the transforming legacy toys, so they're going to probably use road rocket. Seems like a good idea. I don't know what Road Rocket is. Like, I know from like the original. Black. I didn't know there was another release. Yeah. Here, yeah, I'll grab mine. Mine's uh, probably you closer. You don't have to. I was going to say, Ryan Road is... Rocket, I think, probably shelf-warmed as well. That's the other thing that goes yeah. into these. Like, you know, you have oh, to source totally them from somewhere, right? So if it's a super popular figure, okay. it may be more challenging to, to do it. So. Yeah. You like, found it, so that's good. Yeah, I got tired like halfway through transforming her, and now she's half one. Like the year that I did TFCon, it was like it was an MFC's um, Sephiron or something. Was that the name of it? It was like their Nova, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Serapis Prominion or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Um, like just the truck part of it, not the full kit. I mean, like we painted into Optimus Primal, but it's like there were some parts there, you know, talking about instruction where it's like. I got to get a bunch of white paint onto this black part. Like, yeah, I'm not good at that. Cause that's hard to do. It turns out, you know, like mm-hmm. to make it look decent. Um, you know, like some instruction would have been useful, <laughs> you know, on how to do that nicely. You know, so when they it, posted the side kill, they said that there were still seats available, but that's like never happened in my experience. Most of the time, the custom class sells out before they reveal the figure, which sucks. Because it's, you might end up doing something you really don't want to do. Yeah, it's weird that they announced it. That's I don't know if no one ever announces it these days or typically, but where did they do strong arm from um Ratchet from, from uh, Bumblebee Ratchet? That was last year in that was last October, right? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I think that was. I bought the kit after the panel, so okay. I bought the kit to bring home with me. But then I, I, I haven't been able to find a ratchet. So 
it hasn't been overly useful. He, he had spare kits at the at the October show. I think it was originally from the Toronto show. Oh, you're right. It was. It was. It's a fun kit. One they did. I remember what they did at the October show. Yeah, I really need to do mine, but I need to find a ratchet to do it. I can send you doing it on Ironhide and making a new person. I can send you one. Uh, I've got one I can mail you. Oh, yeah. You said you would, and then we didn't talk about it. We should do that. Yeah, because then I can make it. I'll show it on the show and be like, I don't paint that well. And it'll be great. At least you're painting a white figure, different colors, so that should be pretty reasonably enjoyable compared to other forms of torture you can do to yourself. So Anna, what are the so, other uh, figures that were have been revealed so far? I was just going to add one more thing. I think the psycho looks kind of weird, but anyway, moving on. That's what it is. So yeah, they have done a few reveals. We first got the um, we first got the fans hobby. I can never remember all these names apart. The fans hobby exclusive. Which is some guy called Stalker, right? Oh, he looks so good. He looks really good. Yeah. Like, it's... If that's one that, like, shows up online, I'll be pretty tempted by it. You know, and it it uh, doesn't suffer the same problem that the double dealer does, where, you know, it's the wings are wrong, or the van is wrong, or truck, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it avoids all of that, and it just Did looks... they take out the bird parts? I know someone told me it didn't have a bird mode. But they I haven't shown a bird mode, it. but I don't, I don't, I don't know that they've taken anything out. Okay. I just, I just think they, and I could be wrong, but I, I just think they haven't shown it because Stalker doesn't have a bird mode. Does now? But who is the Stalker guy? Eligible friends. Uh, he's one of the European Gen 1.5 figures from like 1992. He's a, a predator. <laughs> from the Predators subline in Britain and Europe. And uh, he, Rob went to get his. So mine's in a box upstairs. Mm-hmm. He was redecoed into, mast, uh, into uh, that Machine Wars Soundwave in 97. Uh, yeah. So here, here Rob has there, him. Wasn't there one more with, one with, too? There were plenty more. Think... Rob has him here with uh, two antennas, which he shouldn't have, and his missile in the wrong spot. So... Go ahead and uh, put that. Yeah, go ahead and put that missile, the little green one, in the in the gold plastic launcher. And there's a uh, reason they're up here. Give us a demonstration. There. Give us the um, demo. <laughs> I mean, like, and there's a re- like, I'm brave enough to put the gun in his put hand. Put it in the hand. Yeah, it's a terribly You're small that. peg. Yeah, it's a terribly yeah. small peg. It's a uh, three millimeter. They're, they're almost all broken. Like they yeah. almost always break. Yeah. So all of my predators have their guns, and I did that. Oh. I don't know years back and it's like never touch it again <laughs> so yeah yeah he's got some great colors for those of us who didn't follow he he showed up in the the big records comics everyone liked right yeah no? like yeah that. okay he, he showed up in more than me at, at uh the prison where um <laughs> where skids was hanging out no he's I don't... the new colors are more vibrant than the OG that are mine's a little yellowed or maybe a little bit of both, but I'm down for it. It it just makes it pop, it and that's so how I pretty. that's how I picture it, anyways. Um, and the uh, the mold works out really well for. I would have never thought, you know, repaint a double dealer into Stalker, um, but 
I'm assuming there's some remolds on here because some of this stuff isn't in Double Dealer. So yeah. So yeah, you know they definitely put a little extra work in there to make it to make it snap. So I'm hoping I can I find a way to finagle one. But actually, uh, since they're using a larger mold, it, it makes the masterpiece stalker wildly out of scale from where he should be. So everyone should uh, send me their copy for uh, basically trash. Yes, just I'll just I'll dispose of it for you. Masterpiece stalker. I gave the fan hobby stalker. I mean, the Masterpiece Scale Double Dealer that they've redecoed and retooled into Stalker. It's wrong, and they should send it to me. So you got to pay attention. you got to be snappier, Phil. Come on. I just, you're using the term Masterpiece for a third-party toy, and I was confused. Yeah, we do that here. See, it's so big. It's way too big. It's way too big. It's too big. It's so pretty. So pretty in that mode. It, it is so pretty. I, I love the fact that you can just like kind of do his legs and his waist and everything however you want since they gave him the second bot mode, quote unquote, that he doesn't have, but it just made him a lot more fun to play with. This toy is so good. If you're on the fence about getting the stalker, but you want it, but you don't have this and you can figure out how to get it after the show or you're going to Toronto. I'm jealous if you are, then yeah. I think it's definitely working. I have no regrets on this guy. He's a little bit of a pain in the butt to turn into a bird, but the bird's also the least satisfying mode out of the three. So it's like the dinosaurs, though. It was kind of a pain in the butt, took forever, but eventually, bird mode, and everyone was happy. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. It took me a second. I got it. That's good. That's good. So, yeah. yeah, that's one of them. That's the most expensive of the three exclusives, I believe. It's definitely the largest. It's absolutely massive. There's only been three so far exclusives. So then we heard about their... So they revealed, MMC, Mastermind Creations, revealed their next heiress, which is their lady bot transformer who can shapeshift into different character looks. And we all, everyone who loved the first figure, which was her kind of as Tarn sort of thing, everyone who loved that expected them to be making a new mold every couple years where she's a different major character. But instead, what we're getting is that same heiress figure repainted with a new head into something that homages Armada Megatron instead of Tarn. Because, you know, he's a tank. Tarn's a tank, sort of. So that's have, together, have all you right. Not followed MMC, like. No, I know what they do. <laughs> it's just a bit. I was really hoping they would do something, you know, new with her instead of just doing the same one with a new head. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely be... something new. <laughs> I, I can't it's help funny. but think. This feels like this was revealed a long time ago, or maybe it was. painted yeah. it. Was no, it? They, okay. They did, really? Over a year. In the third party panel yeah. or something like that. It did. I oh. actually think it looks a lot yeah. better now than it did originally. So. Yeah, didn't they redo her head? Yeah. They have gone through several revisions, right? The first version of her just had kind of messy colors, and people actually, it was so odd looking that people actually thought it was a new mold. Which I just looked at it and said, no, they've just they've just mistransformed it so it looks different. 
but everybody argued with me until they put out more pictures and they were like, oh yeah, it is the same mold again, just with a new head. And just like in the last couple days, they put out a photo showing a before and after where they fixed her face because they gave her a really severe kind of like angry looking kind of, I don't know, odd looking face originally. And she's had that face from the original pictures to the pictures that came out to literally the pictures where they announced the exclusive. And then just like today or yesterday, they put it out and said, actually, that's not the head she has. We changed it. We made it look like her first head from the Eris Coulter figure, the Tarn looking one. So now she has the same face she had in the last toy, which makes more sense, right? If she's a shapeshifter, but she keeps her own face. That's continuity, I suppose. But that's there. It's another Eris. If you missed the first one, this one is almost exactly the same with a different head. Some big ears. <laughs> and some big ears. I really do, like, looking at the figure, I'm looking at it right now, I'm really wondering if those ears come off. They kind of look like they left them to where you could slide them off. And if they could, she'd pretty much have the same head she had in the Tarn homage. So we'll see. I mean, it would make sense to do it that way, so... I'm on the fence with her. Like, I... I want to support MMC doing their new character. I want to support what they're trying to do with Eris, but I didn't want a repaint of the same figure since they already released that figure twice in two barely different color schemes with a different face than the second one. I really didn't want this. I wanted something to continue their new idea, but I mean, it is. I'm gonna, I won't be getting it, but like, I think it's pretty neat. It's pretty out there. It's one of those like, you know, if space and money were infinite, like, you know, it would be fun to mess around with and to have. And, you know, I like odd stuff, but, you know, it's it's still just too far out there to have a place. It's, it's interesting to me there. with how well received Eris was and how poorly received this one has been. I, I bet a lot of it comes down to that face. And I really wonder if they can kind of recover from that, like, look. And also, the, the first pictures were so... They tried to transform her where her body looked a little more like Armada Megatron. And it really just looked like a mistransformed toy. So I think those first shots they put out were just so poorly done that it lost a lot of that love that other people had for it. Which is a bummer. But I don't know. I mean, maybe I kind of feel speed. like doing it as an exclusive like this, it's, you know probably going to sell pretty well at the convention and I, you know that their exclusives always sell well so i i don't know i, I don't think it's going to be a huge issue it's like people complain at a time and then they'll like it that original heiress was really hard to get like a week after it shipped right like that thing was not not easy to come across so this one probably won't be either after a minute or who knows it could be the first heiress to go on clearance And then the only other one that's been revealed so far is the one that agitates me the most. And that would be MMC's next cassette bot. So they did Rewind as an exclusive last year. So let's do Eject as an exclusive this year in Canada. So Anna will have to find a way to get it. I'm, I still haven't picked up um, last year's because like 
my understanding is that that was a convention release, but there would be a normal release. And Where nothing has happened. And like, I mean, maybe do they want to do them as a two pack? Like, that's fine. I'll, I mean, I'm, I want them both anyways, but I don't want the hassle of getting them through a convention. And like, I won't, my understanding is that like the packaging is kind of what made the convention releases special. Maybe there's a, one of the extra like heads or something is only at the convention or something, whatever. I think you know, that's the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. They said the extra heads were only at the convention one. Okay. So they are still planning theoretically mainline releases there. But at some point, but it's been, it's been a while now since yeah. that. I guess, I guess Rewind just came out in, um, when was that? April? March? Yeah, that was Is that LA. when the LA was? So it came out this year. So they're both coming out this year. So maybe next year they'll do a two pack of the regular Fan. release. Hope so. Fans Toys did their versions of some of the Autobot cassettes this year too. And mm-hmm. Fans Toys throws everyone off because Fans Toys or whatever. So Yeah, they're entirely different scale though. These are the nice the, big... the scale notwithstanding I mean people people want the characters. I know you know oh, yep. you know character collecting and all that and uh, i get that so some people you know they, they it might it might be giving mmc or ocular max or whatever brand we're talking about cold feet and honestly mmc has slowed down a lot so yeah gam- gambling on on just a, a complete like wreck of a release for a for a, a mass release for their just released convention stuff it's not worth the risk well, yeah, I was going like, to say, I, I feel like in general that companies are much tighter with their production runs than what they used to be. Like, I feel like that, you know, how, however many years ago, like six or seven years ago, they'd have no problems with, you know, doing a huge run and like, you know, expecting that some of it may go on clearance or just sitting in inventory somewhere in a factory for a long time. And I, I just feel like nowadays that that just doesn't happen world's a lot different we've had a lot of changes between like costs have went up a lot so everything is naturally more expensive and then we've been i've been doing it a long time you know it's a lot of us are older and get a little more jaded a little harder to get excited about stuff you know and then we've all kind of i don't don't know i don't shouldn't say it's all but like i know i've gotten like less hyped about pre-orders i'm fucking sick of them Right. You know, so it's just like, let me know when it's out. And then you have stuff yeah. like for a while there, fans toys was really underproducing. And so like, if you didn't get the pre-order, you missed it. And then some fans toy stuff started sitting and going on clearance. And it's just like, you know, it's just, this has been change after change. And mm-hmm. you know, the third party scene has shrunk quite a bit. Yeah. You know, there's always some new, new company that everybody knows is really like, Oh, that's, TFC putting out crap as, as Kang toys, <laughs> you know, or, or, you know, for example, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's been so many changes. I feel like a lot of the hype in general has died, died down. And plus Hasbro just does straight up G1 updates now. So people that didn't really like third party prices to begin with don't need it anymore. You know, it's always been said that the main person who's going to kill third party is going to be Hasbro, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, for some people's collecting taste, that's what they've done. Well, and, and so that's, that's the thing, 
you know, I feel like too is is that you know, G one has been done by all the third party stuff, right? Like, I mean, not not all G one, but a lot yeah. of the heavy hitters, right? Like a lot of the A list guys and everything, yep. um, already. So you know, guys have their their box checked on on those types of things. And then Hasbro now has been going all over the place. You have no idea what they're going to end up doing. And so it's like, oh, are they going to homage, you know, animated? Are they going to homage like Cybertron or just just whatever? Like, you know, you go down Energon or Armada. And so it's like you you go down the list of of stuff and it's like, well, do I really want to put all this development time in something and I'm going to have to charge $150, $200 for something. And Hasbro is going to release something that's 50 bucks. And okay. as much as you're like, oh, yeah, I like I realize they're not the same thing at all. Right. But like there is a limited amount of collectors that are like, oh, yeah, give me the $200 thing instead of the $50 thing. Plenty of people are, are happy with Hasbro stuff, you know, and they're like, oh, the only reason I bought the 200 one is because that was the only G1 looking whatever. And now I'll just get this fifty dollar one, and I'm totally content. You know, so their box is checked, and that's ultimately what they were getting at, right? That's another he, bummer about the MMC cassettes because, like, when Ravage came out years ago, he was like a sixty, sixty-five dollar figure, and you know, yeah. the MMC cassettes are the their scales so that they look like the they look like their masterpiece scale after they transform, so they're made out of full size cassettes instead of mini cassettes. So that's kind of a, you know, the scale they're going for there. So Ravage was like a $60, $65 figure. And now Steeljaw, when I got him at the convention, he was like 90 I think. So, you Steeljaw know. Steeljaw sucks. And Steeljaw is not good. And Ravage <laughs> is good. So that's the other thing that makes you feel a bummer. About the rest are great. Steeljaw is the only one I yeah, think sucks. Yeah, I have not been disappointed with any of them except for Steeljaw. He is absolutely on fun to transform and what you get out of it in a product is okay like he's an okay little lion he looks mostly like he's supposed to so he's a bummer but has he even come out widely like has he gotten a mass release yeah he's still draw okay finally um, did, I know am i wrong time. I, I thought mine was just a normal release i don't maybe i'm i don't know i don't know i could definitely <laughs> I could definitely be wrong. Like I just had you were still at express the where I got mine, but no, I yeah, he's out. He's, there. Okay. You can buy his normal release on planet okay. still express right now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Rob and that, I were that's just, a uh, lot different of buying something on planet steel express versus buying it from whatever retailer. I think that's the other thing too, is, is you have to think about the logistics of like shipping figures that, uh, and paying for shipping, you know, for, for things that like, at a convention they can just show up with a couple hundred of these things and sell them out versus like having to ship them to all these individual you know retailers um and, and i just wonder too if that's kind of part part of the issue that they've had is is that the shipping cost kills a lot of the the profit margin i don't know i mean who knows I think I think a lot there's of things. a couple things there's like some of the retailers have gone away there's fewer retailers that do this sort of thing, especially yeah. with the third party toys. Um, so, but Rob and I were having a, a conversation the other day. He had posted in a, a Facebook group, a bunch of Ramhorn figures, Ramhorn and steel jar, two toys that it's like, there's been newer versions, but the G one toys like still hold up really, really well. And like 
no one's done like that. Like, oh, this is this is the perfect ram horn or the perfect steel jaw. I don't have the fans toys ones yet, so maybe those you know scratch that nope. itch. But nope. yeah, yeah. I can't I mean, like, see all of them do out. Both the other new like, ones out. Yeah, and, and then deformation space came with a, deformation space had a ram horn as well, and it's like oh yeah, that too. Like they've done neater things with how do you get a cassette bot to look like something kind of bulky, you know? But like in G one, he's still like you can still kind of tell it came from a cassette bot, you know, even in the cartoon. And so it kind of just helps the original one still kind of be workable if you want it to. Yeah. Um, so they've done some neat stuff, but it's not like it's hard to make it perfect. Yeah. Especially when you try to make the weapons that were add-ons for the G1 toys, like part of the transforming, you know, yeah. thing, fold all that in. Like that's, that's not easy to do. It's pretty neat. And ends up making the whole thing smaller too. Yeah. So, Which is fine. do we want to get into speculation about what we think we'll see at the third party panel? Superion. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, I think that's probably like the biggest stuff is the two fans toys combiners that you know people are like, oh, I mean we've seen some Superion stuff at least they like showed it like the three D prints or the gray mock ups or whatever the hell they, you call them. Um, but, you know, I don't think we've seen finished pieces that came out for pre-order a long time ago and, like, with non-refundable deposits at a lot of places. Um, but I don't know that we've heard anything about a release date. And then I still don't think there's Stunicons they've shown the last four at all, have they? Which I'm not in that set, but I feel for the people that are. Yeah. The uh, the last ones for, for both sets, someone, I'm in a couple different fans' toys groups, and someone shared something that they heard from someone that they trust who's in the know, blah, 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 blah. But I can't but, say his name. Can't say his name. Oh, you, okay, so you read the same thing? Yeah. You posted uh, it. Yeah, you shared it. I shared it? You shared it somewhere. Maybe I shared it with you. Maybe it was just with me. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, if it was in a group, I found it, so it's it's fair game to share. Uh, he said that the designer quit halfway through before providing oh, no. full-on doodads, uh, and so he took the designs with him. So they had the first three or four for whichever set, and now they're trying to reverse engineer it with, with like eyeballing the pictures that they oh. had published and it's not... like the CAD files or whatever. Yeah, they didn't they didn't have the full CAD files. They just had like the photos that were given to them by the designer. So they're, they're literally trying to eyeball it into existence and it's not going well. So that's that's hearsay. It's what I read from someone who said that they spoke to someone in the know. I don't know. It's it plausible yeah. enough for where the hell are they? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Man, that's a bummer. Internet, it must be true. Yep. That sounds scary. So why would the designer like? I mean, I'm assuming sure they money. had some kind of dispute over money. Sure, it's that money. Just seems crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, Chinese government disappeared them. You know, with a lot of that stuff, you know, and I think it comes down to like the everyone works as contractors. It, you know, like the engineering, it's, it's just somebody that's an engineer, right? That knows how to do that type of stuff, and so like. It depends on how they're paid. Like some people are paid by project or by hour or whatever. And if they weren't paid to finish the last two figures, then you don't get the CAD files. I'm not going to. 
you know, or if it's like, hey, we're paying you for this project as it goes along, and you need to send us what you create as you make it, and they dropped the ball and didn't get that. And then they had a falling out, and they really didn't get it. You know, like, where is it on that spectrum? I mean, fuck if I know. But it's usually stuff like that. You know, and because it's oh, some, you know, legally questionable third-party company in another country, and your engineer, you know, maybe in the U.S., maybe in the U.K., maybe in China, maybe in Vietnam, you know, like, it's just a fan that is an engineer. Like, good luck, actually, like, legal recourse here, right? <laughs> so... Uh, you hire another engineer that can hopefully pick up the pieces, I guess. Try to, try to eyeball it and hope that your fucking five combiners full of die cast can stand up in the slightest. Uh, I mean, I have the Superion set. That's I'm in for that. And whatever train wreck comes out, I'll just, just hop it on board. And worst case, I got five aerial bots that stand around and look cool, you know? And I'll Someone eventually will do a superior or I'll die, whichever. Whichever I, uh, first. I have the X Transbots Gen 2 version. I have the. Uh, who's the other one? Oh, wait, you mean Stunicons? I'm talking Stunicons, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have the X, X Transbots DX9. Gen 2 version. Yeah, I have the DX9 one in Menasaur mode in the living room, and then I've got what is out of the fans' toys in another section of the living room over there. And one of them is staying in Menasaur mode. And I will put the Fans Toys one when it happens in Menasaur mode and then take it immediately down because I like the individuals for that set better. And the Gen 2 ones are on my desk at work. So I'm, I'm, I'm in for all three. Give me. I've been trying to assemble the DX9 set because um, I think it looks better assembled and it looks like it's not miserable. Um, which, I mean, for what's worth, the XTB ones are great. It's just the trailer's fucking terrible. The, the individual bots I love them. But the DX9 stuff, like, it's supposed to have a reissue of uh, Motormaster. And there was some other stuff that was supposed to be reissued, like one or two of the car bots. And, like, I had pre-ordered them on eBay, and the eBay seller's like, they're having problems. I shipped the rest of, like, what I had ordered from him. He's like, it's coming. And then, like, after another month, he's like, they... he's it was kind of broken English, but you know what he was getting at is like the quality's really bad. I just want to give you a refund, and I was like, okay, like it's so bad that they didn't ship it, like the factory didn't ship it, and then there were some Gabriels that came out around that time, and people that were a lot lesser quality than what people were expecting, um, and so like I think the same thing is happening with Capone and some of the other bits there, so and. I'll, I'll eventually find the other pieces one day, or I won't. Whatever. I'll live. I heard about yeah, the Gabriels. The, that was too bad. It's yeah, a great thing. So good. The original Gabriel was pretty cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, no, yes. it was it was great. So I have I the know. undersized version now. Rob, one of the first times I ever met you was at a TF Con, and you had gotten the X Transbots um, breakdown that day. And you're just like, oh, look, his chest looks just like an electrical outlet thing. And like, you can never unsee that. <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Very accurate. So, Rob, did you ever get the Zeta Superion? No. It never. Nice toy. I've heard, yeah, everyone that got it liked it, but it was always just aesthetically not what I was looking for. And fans toys had stuff out that was what I was looking for aesthetically. Here we sit. <laughs> so. 
I really almost went for the legend scale version of that so many times, but I just, I have a Superion I like, so I just kind of oh, get myself to get it. Oversized combiner I have the oversized right? improved KO combiner wars, JJ jet uh, commander. Yeah, it's Jujang, really yeah. nice looking. Uh, see, there you go, Rob. You could have your oversized knockoff. <laughs> One day may come to it. it. Right. It hits the it hits the knockoff button and the pretty toy button, so I'm happy with that. I considered that one for a while, and and I ended up with with nothing. Well, I have the uh, I have the TFC version in a box somewhere. Yeah, Uranus. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was the first one on the block, so I had know, that one for a long time. I had to jump in. I even had like the extra kits that came mm-hmm. that they put out to change it up a bit. The wings, the wings of Uranus, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know what remember. else. Sorry. I remember just watching people get that and just like, I did not quite have the assets to jump into the third party game at that point. And I, I wanted it so bad. And now we look back on it and we're like, oh man, that wasn't even really close. Eh. But just like how excited we were about those old first third party combiners. They were great. Crazy to think back to that. They, they were. The TFC ones were. Yeah, I don't know. They they, they the hit times. the spot. Yep, they hit the spot when we needed them to hit the spot. They were way better than what we were getting from Hasbro. There were there were there was more love in them then than the love we were getting from Hasbro at the time. Yeah, if that makes I sense. I mean, y- <laughs> who knows? At, Somebody at knows, but like, getting... you could say that the third party wave of that combiner is is why we got combiner. Yeah, that timing did that not feel. That, that seemed pretty, you know, lined up. That was, that was that free market research that we're always talking about. Third party is free market research for Hasbro. This is what they're after. We'll make it next year. While we were getting Uranus, Hasbro was giving us thrilling thirty. <laughs> thrilling fifteen of thirty, and then mm-hmm. eh, we'll we'll see. I, mean, I will say that the Mick Toys Giant, I still always enjoyed that figure. I wish that it was That's about cool. twice the size. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty giant funny. back then compared yeah. to G1 Devastator. I mean, Literally yeah, called giant. Scale of Combiner Wars. But... Devastator is just like in a whole separate category because he's got like two dozen third party, you know. The thing, there's only one that's considered masterpiece scale, though. Although now MMC and X Transbots are coming out with theirs. Plus, there's yeah. that other company that keeps talking about, no, guys, we're really so legit. You don't understand how legit we are that it's totally never going to put anything out. Oh, so, yeah, that one. Yeah, I that can't remember count, what the right? Yes, yeah. The one that started off with an oversized New Age knockoff Photoshop or something like that. It was. It was interesting. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, no, no guys, we're real. Some... Some so 3D good. printed constructor cons hanging out with some pictures. Ha- MMC hasn't shown theirs yet, right? So that could be that could happen at this third party panel. Devastator. I, yeah. I if they have, I missed it. That's very possible. We, all we've seen is that foot reveal from the, the video. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. should be oh, that would be cool, right? Uh, but I don't know if they'll actually reveal it here because you never know like i feel like mmc some sometimes they reveal a fair amount of stuff and sometimes it's like there's just but that's all of them these days yeah some people like really phone it in if anything and like 
sometimes it like right. there's been times like Keith doesn't even send a slide deck, you know. And there's other times where right. or there's some some companies will send stuff in and it's just the old stuff. You know, like, right. Yeah, I, I mean, you got three TF cons. Like when it was just two yeah, TF right. cons, that was a little bit easier. But now that there's three, it's like oh, we got to spread this out, and you know, not everyone's going to get all the love. It's not even TF cons. I mean, you know, a lot of times they reveal it at other conventions in Asia as well, or yeah. like just on their own terms. You know, I mean, they know that anytime they like reveal something online, that all of us are gonna sit there and share it five hundred times. It doesn't matter if it's a convention or not. Yeah, fans hobby doesn't wait for conventions to like. They'll give us like additional updates on things, but for the most part, fans hobbies is just like here you go, here's tidal wave. Oh yeah, because they've been they've been showing off their Buster and Hydra in development forever. That would be a really cool thing to look forward to at this panel, but we've already seen so many good shots of them. I mean, unless they have a so like, actual painted model in the case. Yeah, think, that, that could be there too. Yeah, I I'm hoping that MMC has more final production photos of their Defensor, the Thank remaining you. parts of it. And then, like, if they had renders for Devastator, that would be great. Um, yeah, the two figures they have are out are super good. Highly recommend. You know, and I think from X Trans bots, like, I think they're I think they're calling it Van. That's their next defensor. It's called Van. Um, I've heard that that's supposed to be pretty far along. From somewhere, I got that impression. And then, obviously, they're going to be showing Overdrive who is, like, effectively shipping, I think, at the moment or something, or about to be released any day now. And then I think they have another one of their Omnibots isn't supposed to be too far behind. Um, and then I think it's a Punch-Counterpunch, probably, like, some more final versions of that. A lot of people want to know where the fuck their Galvatron is. And we've at least had updates on that. Like, they're just, they keep doing improvements to it and taking it back. Like, Keith is being really persnickety. He wants it really good, so. Um, Give me that night beat. Night beat though. So, yeah, I can't know. He he released so much stuff. I suspect we'll see. Hopefully, get some updates on some of it, right? From that when right. he did that forty figures, you know. But it was oh, remember what it was the um runabout and runamuck. One of those oh, yeah. is supposed to ship this year. Um, the Desertus too, right? I hadn't heard that the Desertus is shipping this year. Well, not shipping, but, but okay. I mean that's another one that's yeah. just, that's in the docket for eventual. It was it was part of that big. Yeah, like, I'm releasing pictures. all this within a year. No, you're not. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> Even pre, if pandemic didn't happen, no, you're not. Um, I you did get all the the junkions out. That was that was impressive. That was a. That was know, a ton granted, of it was built on like existing mold, but still, that was a lot of toys. Yeah. I mean, Not you know, I got the I got the new ape face and snapdragon here behind me you know like he's put stuff out you know like they're not super consistent but you know stuff comes out a lot of it is repaints but what, what is new about eight face and snapdragon i didn't know he didn't know it's, it's a cartoon the, colors yeah the deco is different they're not all shiny silvery metallic right yeah i got Although, the toy decos from orson for what it's worth they weren't shiny silvery they were gray swirly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah these are these are nice um and then, I'm if I like cross my fingers, I hope we see um, AFC's uh, Power Master Optimus Prime. Or honestly, it's probably more like God Genrai is what they're going for with it. Um, I 
I could really use another because I don't actually like the fan hobby. I've heard Should a lot I... of people like they like how it looks, but they're like the toy sucks. It's yeah, you know, I have a version of it. I don't have the Genrai right now, but it's just like in combined mode, it doesn't fit together, and I'd want it in super Genrai mode, so it would bug me to put it in that mode and then look at it and be like, that doesn't feel right. It, it just doesn't feel stable in that mode to me. So I'm not a big fan of it, but I would like someone to take another stab at it because it's a it, neat toy. The cab is cool. The cab is really cool, but the my cool. mode just isn't great. Ah, I don't really uh, like, I don't like the base mode you can do for it where you do the base where he's got the gun. I think that looks really that looks worse than the original Power Master Optimus Prime toy did in its base mode. You don't like the Power Basers base mode? Don't. Don't like the Power what Basers base, base mode. Nah, I'm, I've been really looking forward to that release since it got announced, you know, a billion years ago. And then, like, it, it stalled when the KFC designer left. Um, but we've seen, like, updates here and there over the past, like, year or two, like, of further along development shots and like pieces. So like, I know he's definitely still working on it and I hope that's nearing a release. Um, I feel like Keith has had some surprises the past year. Like he's like, here's this crazy ultra Magnus. And they're like, really you're doing that. And then before I knew it, it was like, Oh yeah, it's shipping. And also we're doing two versions. And it's like, all right, cool. You know, you do you. It's so, I don't know. It's, I don't think we ever know. It's like, is he going to do one of the 80 things he's announced? Or is there going to be some other new thing that he just got excited about and it got farther along quicker than some of the other stuff? Yeah. Those I are what I'd like to see. One, I remember one I do want to see. That is the fourth headmaster. Um, so we've got, uh, you know, Highbrow has already come out. Or it should be shipping any day now. So I need me my brainstorm. Highbrow from who? Uh, isn't that Make Toys? Who did Coupola and uh, Iron Head? Iron Will. Make, Iron Will. Make Toys is their whatever got out finally? Is it actually shipping or what are you saying? It's, it's, it's not shipping. It's um, like, so if you look at like websites like BBTS, they're like, oh, shipping in, in, in July. Yeah. Or shipping yeah. in June. Okay. And, you know, so they're at the, like, the point where it's like month to month they're updating it saying it's shipping like the month whatever you're in right now um are you but, is this your first time are you new here son <laughs> yeah what are you doing but but the fact that that is at the point where you know it's that far along you know to show renders of brainstorm whatever they'll call their brainstorm um you know I, what i i love your i love your enthusiasm <laughs> and your 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 I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Your Navite, whatever. It's like, my, it's like my, oh, sweet my, summer child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bless Blitzwing his heart. Pre-orders, yeah, my Blitzwing <laughs> fans toys pre-orders are uh, right there with you and your, and your make toys eyebrow. I, 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 I have I was, Abaddon. Go ahead. I was just going to say that I ordered a I ordered a particular model kit from Big Bad Toy Store back in, I believe, March of 21. And it has been coming this month for the last two years. Oh, wait. So, look, you know. I'm on Show Z, guys. And this Make Toys, uh, uh, it's releasing June 2023, guys. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> we came out on Zelda. Go get yeah, it. They're, 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 they're going to make it. They're right there. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I genuinely hope it comes out soon because I want it. Uh, but I have the other two. They're in the living room. 
and uh, they need friends. So let's all let's all cool. yeah let's all hope that that happens soon. I like I, I like turtles. Is right now. They make toys if oh, they like. So aim. I'm actually hoping that uh, um, um, fans project um, hardhead comes out. That that's what <laughs> I'm, I've been waiting for myself. So. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think it's coming it's out soon? Been like, it's only been like four mm. months since we sat there and we were trying to figure out if Fans Project was going to be making a comeback because they did an exclusive at TFCon LA. So maybe maybe this could be the big reveal the Fans Project's coming back. Hold my fingers. So I went ahead and sold my, uh, was it TFC uh, hardhead? So that I could get that one. So, Well, the thing is, done. if... If Make Toys does like, is serious like, hey, the last two are coming out. Like we're actually going to finish the four. Um, that's when Fans Toys will reveal theirs. You know, because they've already revealed the um, Chrome Dome a while back. You know, and there's been pre-orders out for that and whatnot. So they'll be like, oh, here, no, here's the rest. They're totally coming tomorrow. Don't you shouldn't buy those. You know, like so <laughs> they've been vultures around. Like, like finally we killed them off. We're not letting you rise from the grave. <laughs> so they do it. Yeah, how they do it. Can I throw out a real piece of speculation that I, I kind of hope happens? I hope that some third-party company tries to give us a decent rendition of Beast Town USA Mirage because we're not Don't getting know good what that toys. Is. Beast Town? Rise of the Rise Beast. of the Best. Oh, oh I, I haven't seen that. So. Well, okay, there's this character named Mirage. He's a car man. Who is He's Jazz? voiced by Pete Davidson. And he is a he is someone that a lot of people left the movie theater liking quite a bit. And Hasbro has not really produced a toy of them that does any no, they justice just revealed to it. the That's design. Yeah, yeah, it was like all backpack, a, right? It's okay. the The Studio Series Mirage is okay. It's a lot better than the first images they showed of it, but it doesn't really. Like these third party companies have been coming and I think, just like I think you're gonna get making one off. They just make like one off yeah, random yeah. movie character that looks really great in bot mode. That's I think you're I gonna like get to see that. that. I think Mirage will happen because of that. Like you know, maybe I would expect Toy World, don't they usually get pretty I know for a while though they were pretty deep in movie stuff and doing a lot of movie stuff and I don't know if they still are or not. Um I kinda got out of it and don't really pay attention to it anymore. Um, I just remember when New Age made a freaking masterpiece skull movie sound wave. It was like, why is New Age, a Legends <laughs> company, making a masterpiece right. skull movie sound wave? They felt like it. I think it was good, whatever. But yeah, I want to see a Mirage because other Rise of the Beast characters, sure, that's fine. And they could do that too, but he's the one that really needs it because he just didn't get a proper toy yet. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a crazy speculation. No, it's not a crazy speculation. It's, it's one of those. That, that, I think you gotta do it quick though. It's like, a little it's out of character that, too, because yeah. I usually don't collect movie stuff, and I, I probably wouldn't even get it if I do see a full <laughs> one. But I just want it to exist. Just, I want, I just he needs a good it. toy. We want to see renders images. There's a lot of masterpiece renders. figures or masterpiece-like figures, Rob, that I like seeing you get because you enjoy them and they're Aww. pretty that I will never touch Aww. because I don't want to play with those. Like On that vein, I'm excited for anything TransArts feels like showing. Um, you know, 
um, as well as a uh, Metagate because they did the Pterosaur. That you know, the fact that they made that transform, that they made Beast Wars ter- Pterosaur actually transform, and like all that crap collapses into him, and it was a it was an ambitious first effort from you know a new company. I don't know who they really are, but that, I don't think that type of engineering is your first toy. There's a lot of clever stuff in there, but there's also some faults with it. But either way, like I'm excited to see who they tackle next. And I just hope them and trans arts can play in different areas, you know, um, cause give me more. Don't step on each other. Yeah. That trans art stuff's neat. I haven't started getting it yet, but I, if I you like, um, they're generally on the cheaper side. I feel the plastic shows that, um, they're also very, very simple. Uh, generally speaking in the transformations but like but it's not in it's not a bad thing you, you know it's it it looks great in both modes and they just found simple ways to do it um i think the, the nostalgia would probably hit just right though because it's like when when we get that reveal of the mp44 in toy colors i had like a nostalgia moment that i did not expect right i saw that with the toy head and the toy colors in that like nice fancy new toy look and i was just like wow that's just like you know a toy from my childhood but neater and more posable i think trans art is just like hitting that nail on the head with they don't have to completely remake the figure from the ground up they just have to improve it make it look a little more screen accurate make it transform a little nicer without totally make it utterly complicated so if it was really a toy from my childhood anna i'd be constantly worried where his fists were that's right it, it wouldn't have fists none of my G1 figures have fists yeah I think um, that's that's all I have for third party stuff just the typical masterpiece yeah. stuff you know I'd like to see the stuff they've announced get further along and then maybe yeah. they can surprise me with a character or two they want to come out with next so. that's what I expect to do we have a San Diego Comic Con Transformer set yet? Is that the Alita one yeah. and uh, Dion? It's Ariel and Dion. Ariel and Dion. Okay. Because like just in the last couple of days, they've been announcing other sets for San Diego slash PulseCon. Like today, a Marvel Legends set got revealed. Um, there's a Power Rangers set that Hasbro got leaked the other day that looks very much like it'll be a San Diego kind of thing. So. But, uh, yeah, we've had the, the Transformers one. It sounds like leaked for months now. Yeah, they did a press well, a press release-style deal for it, like, yeah, a yeah. few weeks ago. Yeah. So and it was just, like, it, it, like, even the release itself kind of felt like it was kind of, like, pew, because mm-hmm. it was, like, we know you've seen this, and we know you yeah. know about it, but that's what we're selling. It's there. It's coming. So, and plus, I just cannot stand the face they gave Ariel. It just doesn't look right at all. Uh, frustrates me greatly. But does anyone have interest the body. in body? Does anyone have in, does anyone have interest in the fans toys Ultra Magnus, the armor former? Like Fans-toys I was has an Ultra Magnus. Yeah, they revealed it last year, like around the time XTBs was coming out. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's doing the armor former, so there's a Prime underneath, which means that Fans Toys is doing an Optimus Prime as as, as well. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like some some people were going nuts about it, and I'm just kind of like, I don't want armor. Like the all-in-one Ultra Magnuses are so much cooler to me. You know, I I don't like thinking of him as just, you know, repaint Prime underneath and it's teched on. But 
don't know if anybody here was actually thought that was cool or looking forward to it. I'm willing to give it a shot. I uh, I have a need for I have a need for Magnus on my 87 masterpiece shelf and my 86 one because in 87 Ultra Magnus dies. So just spoilers. Uh, don't read episode, the episode titles. Is it episode twenty? <laughs> episode twenty six. Episode twenty six of Headmasters. Uh, you're welcome. And yeah, I'm willing to give it a shot. If it sucks, it sucks. If it doesn't sucks, it doesn't sucks. Right after he becomes friends with the Battle Beasts. Did I tell you that I was doing Battle Beast stuff? The boy and I watched Rebellion on Planet Beast two days ago, uh, because I set my Battle Beasts up in the living room. Because uh, nice. Killer Killer Carp on Instagram was doing a claim sale, and I was like, I gotta get everything I'm missing right now. And the boy is like, No, 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 don't do that. And I was like, Okay, let's just watch Rebellion on Planet Beasts, and that'll make the feelings go away. That is the opposite of how that works. I, you are correct. <laughs> so but now I you got some Battle Beasts. Did you get the X Transpots? Either of their colors? Negative. I, I'm trying not to buy anything right now because I, I haven't opened Aussie. I haven't opened the MMC Red Alert. I haven't opened the last four trans art things. I have Fans Toys Chomp, Fans Toys Hannibal, all these trains. I don't know you if could you be opening them right now while we talk. I, I could be, but I got to take pictures and stuff. Trains. Uh, You've made some, opening stuff too much of a process. Just fuck it. Fuck the process detail. and just open it, nope. man. Have fun. Nope. Nope, I don't want to have fun. Got This isn't about fun. I mean, this I savor about fun. This my is about openings. satisfying the noises in my brain, so I don't, you know, kill again. And they didn't catch it. They don't catch it again. Fine. I've gotten really good about opening my stuff pretty quickly. Like, I may not put it on shelves and stuff. It may sit back here behind me, but that just makes me fiddle with it more until you know I finally get a chance to put it on the shelf. So, like, that's battled my laziness and my hobby at the same time like it's opened i can play with them and check them out whatever but yeah later on i had like quite the pile of boxes for a minute there and it made me very uncomfortable having that pile of boxes so i'm glad my, to be caught up with it again where i got bad was a uh, neck and ninja turtle stuff they had like it was basically like a year's worth of stuff that all got shipped together and so I just had this big pile of neck and Ninja Turtle stuff, and my shelves were already full. And I was like, I have to move shit to figure it out. So those sat for a while until like I worked out what I was doing and did some of them. They're already full. Neck toys are a good like fifteen minutes to sit there and get the full toys. Like <sighs> they're so terrible to open. Yeah, I hate it. Neck <sighs> toys. I've been trying to make this I'm looking for. I've been trying to make a statement in response to Rob for the last 10 minutes, but I misplaced my Eva-colored Dr. Wu Optimus. I was trying to find it so I could be like, that's the Ultra Minus I'm excited for. <laughs> so Dr. Wu has been doing these tiny duders, yeah. right? They're doing an Ultra Minus based off of their prime mold, and it looks so good for being just a few inches tall, right? These things are tiny. He's probably going to be this big in his big mode i am really pumped for that and i'm hoping though they've never really yeah big mode that's that's big what you call it. um 
That's yeah, a headmaster's really, reference. I'm so, really hoping uh, that they show that Doctor Wu shows off some new stuff. They probably I was gonna ask if you had any like legends or Doctor Wu type stuff you were hoping to see or new think we'll see and whatnot. It is new Doctor Wu now because I'm I'm really like I'm really into how the Doctor Wu stuff looks with Titans. It's really cool. Like it just works out really well. Like the legend stuff with Titans, it's like, oh, it's a little bit better, but everyone's still too big. But the Doctor Wu stuff, it's like they're micromaster size. So mm-hmm. they actually micromasters play well with the Titans. So these little guys, you know, you get your your Sunstorm that plays well with Titans, and that's cool to have a like, you know, full character. Um do we think MMC is done with the IDW line? I know we've heard rumors of that. I feel like it. I mean, I, I don't know. I and I think it's okay if it is. I mean, everybody who wants toys from the IDW run wants there to be a Nautica. I don't want to give up hope that MMC would make a Nautica because that would be like the best Nautica. But yeah. it's probably not going to happen. I really want it. It would be so good if they finally just put her out. Okay, and we're ahead. only, are we a year, we're like a year and a half out from when they did run? Sure. Yeah, it's been a while. So, it was, you could no, say it's was, been a while, or you could say it's recent. No, it was TFCon Chicago. Um, Octo, yeah. Not, not this past one, but but like. The one before, before that. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, or no, no, it was TFCon Baltimore. I'm sorry, TFCon yeah. Baltimore. There we go. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's uh, that that whole ship seems to have sailed. We've got a new company doing the comics. We've got the it's two you know, comics we, old now. Yeah. It's two comics will, old now. I mean, if we want to shift a little bit to what this expects from San Diego, I think we're going to get a lot of. Transformers comic book news out of San Diego. A lot of a lot of Void Probably. Rivals. Second second issue of Void Rivals comes out next week, just like the day before San Diego Comic Con starts. So, um, you know, Skybound and Image both have big presences at at uh, San Diego. Which side note, I, I watched uh, Renfield last night. The uh, the Nicolas Cage uh, oh, so good. movie. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's very fun. Robert Kirkman wrote that, or, or like came up with the story really? concept. Yeah, is, is that oh. on so, streaming somewhere? Or? It's on Peacock. Okay. So if you have Xfinity, you get Peacock for free. So you know, watched it last night with my wife, and you know, yeah, it's it's it, it's it's gory. It's exactly what it says it's going to be on the box, right? And it yeah. just it leans into it, and it has fun, and it's Nick Cage. And if you don't love Nick Cage, we're not friends anymore. He is a gift to the world. <laughs> and he's, he's I, does he does so much wonderful ridiculous stuff and then like some really great like, in depth performances at the same time he's he's all over the place but it's it's awesome it but yeah time. the uh, the void rivals writer the the uh, the transformers comic book property owner uh, came up with a story pitch for that movie so that that That's surprised cool. me yeah I think um, to me the disappointment is that it's like ooh Robert Kirkman Robert Kirkman but he's not writing the new Transformers actual comic, and Void Rivals is Transformers. You know, like, yeah, Guyfire or Jetfire or whatever one of them showed up for a half second. Um, we'll, we'll 
Yeah, you know, you know, like Void that. Rivals is going to be about Void Rivals. Maybe there'll be some yeah. crossovers and stuff here and there, but yeah, right? but but he's going to have a hand, I think, in the Transformers universe itself. Yeah. Daniel Warren Johnson, I, I'm a little perturbed at the the reveal we got of the Decepticon and Autobot lineups. I've heard people say like, "Oh, that art doesn't look look that great." Um, Daniel Warren Johnson doesn't do static dudes just standing there. Daniel Warren Johnson does bombastic, crazy, over-the-top stuff. So if, if you look up, his art dealer is Felix Comp Art. He did a piece for them this week of Bruticus and Starscream that just looks insane. Um, his, like, I've gone, I started going back and reading some of his stuff. Like, um, I haven't been reading comics as much in the last couple of years as I'd like to. And this week I read his Better Ray Bill book from Marvel. And that book is just fan-freaking-tastic. You've got a lot of, like, robotic stuff in there, a lot of crazy outer space stuff. Um, that book it just was so much fun. And he wrote it and drew it. And it just is, if, if he gets that tone in a Transformers book, this is going to be a fun, fun ride. So I hope we get a little more of what we're going to see out of the Transformers universe from him. So um, the, the dudes, the, the dudes just like right up my alley. It might not be everyone's, you know, taste, but you know, my, yeah, my enthusiasm the, for it is, is way, way up there. Like most of the you know, recent fiction for me from the past decade or two that like I really got into was because the people behind it were just ultra transformer nerds like before they were anywhere near working on the property and like, and they, you know, they had receipts on that, you know, like they, they could trace it back to them just being nerds on it. Um, yeah. Is DWJ that guy or is he, he... so if you go and listen to the interviews on, on our, our YouTube page, you can hear like he does have a pretty significant enthusiasm for transformers and for Optimus prime. Um, enthusiasm for them versus, I'm into this and all up in it is very different though. It's so, like, oh yeah, so, these are cool. These are fun. Ooh, I like it when red guy does the thing. You no, know? I think he knows what he's talking about. Um, Can't I wait till issue three introduces Voltron, King of the Decepticons. So <laughs> we, we didn't get like that, for that invested in it, but I just think like, this is a dude who, like when he was younger, he didn't get to experience like a lot of the stuff that we're into. He was raised in a pretty conservative household. Like he talked about how his first exposure to comics was Calvin and Hobbes because that was okay to read. It wasn't like the the main comic books, and so he, a lot of Calvin and Hobbes comic strips have like a lot of energy and a lot of motion to them because you yeah. had to do a lot in like the small news, uh, you know, news strip space that you had, and so. You know, you get a lot of that. And so he's, he, I get this vibe and energy from him that is like, oh, I'm an adult now. I get to do all this stuff. And, and like, he is like a big kid in this playground right now. Um, and, and from some of the other books that he's done that I've read, like, you just get the sense that this is a, a giant man child that is having so much fun and is really good at this. And I really sincerely hope we get that from the Transformers books because again, so. from the other stuff I've read, it is it's a lot of fun. And he just he, he just yeah he, he just has a lot of like 
nerd influences and, and pop culture influences. Like he's a big guy into wrestling and that sort of thing. So he's just, I, I think he's going to bring some new things and new ideas into this. And like, when you read some of those other books, like there's just like kind of simple things that he brings into it that are just like, Oh, that's fun. I want it to be good. And that's, that's really my only, like, I know it's not going to be as like for me as some other transformers fiction has been, but as long as it's good and I can enjoy if, reading it and talking about it with you guys, that's great. If my peer group generally says pretty good things about it, I'll wait till like the first trade is out and you know, you know, get it get it on Comixology or something and, and give it a spin. Whoa. Yeah. Why are you shaking yeah, no, Peter? The... Don't don't get anything on Comixology. What's wrong with Comixology? Support a local comic shop. Oh, but those don't exist, and I don't want the physical product. I want digital. I don't want physical product anymore. I hear for the most you. part. It's I just mean, yeah. I know where you're coming from. The world has moved on, and I have moved on with it. Um, I mean, like I, I don't have anything. I don't hate comics or anything like that. But like outside of special issues and stuff, um, yeah. I mean, I, I even like reading them in hand better. Like I don't deny, but I'm just. It's just too fucking inconvenient. Right. And what are you going to do with it? You can pull the Nick and the Peter and, and, and the Rick and get two versions. You buy the physical copy to just have, and then you get the digital copy to read. I No. I suggested to Book Club that we read them together as they came out and Half the book club was just like, I'm only buying the trades. So that's not happening. So I was totally bummed out by that because I, I wanted to read it as it came out with them. I thought that would be fun. Nick would appreciate if you uh, buy the physical versions. Yeah. Preferably from him. I mean, I'd appreciate if people want to give me money. Just for the hell of it. You know, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'm going to try to read it as it comes out this time, though. I really wish I would have done that with IDW that everyone hates. Um, like That's like a big truth of it is 20 issues and then a month later, or 20 pages, and then a month later, another 20 pages. I don't remember anything about the story. No idea what's going on anymore. And I don't want to have to like keep rereading it over and over. But if I get a trade... Can actually have a story read at once, you know, or you know, over a week or whatever, right? When it, it can all stay fresh, and I always enjoy them. I've had there was some stuff that the first read through, I was like, man, that was some boring crap. I did not enjoy that. And then I went back and read them all together, and I really liked it, it you know. And it was, turns out it was just the real life pacing aspect of it just killed the story for me. I'm not so, sure what so my problem remember, was with. But so so Rob, then you can remember six months later when you buy the next trade, um, but you can't remember thirty days before from issue to issue. But at least I can just pick up the trade and quickly hit the back and, and get a summary enough. All right, fine, fine. It's also easier to pull up some memories of a full story than it is just a partial yeah. set of memories. I'm, the way we start memories. I, I, I know. I get it. Yeah. So so Peter, what were you saying? I don't remember. Talking about trades and remembering the stories. So do you guys expect any, like, since we keep up with the Pulse events and we keep up with the leaks and we keep up with the pictures, 
do we expect to actually see anything new to us at San Diego Comic-Con toy-wise? So, um, they already mentioned that they're going to do Studio Series Ultra Magnus. So, we haven't actually seen it. Like, we know it's coming, but so that... That's, I think, I know, you know, Peter and I mentioned that we were really excited about that last week uh, in the show. So that's, you know, I'm looking yeah, forward to that. I'm sure they'll probably have a couple other things. Now, in the announcement, they only said Studio Series Commander, right? So maybe they'll just surprise us and all the leaks were fake and it's a different commander. It won't be. It'll be Ultra Magnus. Could be the Stratosphere. almost too reliable. I could be stratosphere. I'll never make everybody so mad, except for me and Christian. We'd both be happy. I'd be happy just from the standpoint of like the 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 zig versus the zag. I would like that. Plus, plus stratosphere is cool just to have a carrier robot like that. But he needs to be like ultra supreme class to actually work with your other toys. So he's not really reasonable. I'm just going to get him and call him Bender the Offender. But no one else I think there's a... Whatever. I think, that, you know, I feel like uh, Hasbro stuff is just constantly trickling out news of things, you know. Sometimes yeah. bigger bumps, sometimes littler bits, but it wouldn't surprise me if they had a few things to either... If, if nothing else, just show for the first time, even if people know, knew about it. Um Maybe they'll have some things to announce that people didn't know about yet. You know, like they do the, um, well, they do that stuff where they're like, here's the next wave. And a lot of it's just like old art of the character that, you know, pre-existing art. But they're like, that's what's coming. You know, something about the that. Through the thing. space bridge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the the pipeline stuff. reveals. That's the word. Yes. I, I could see them having uh, one of those ready to go, you know. Or they something. could do that. Yeah. Ron hey, brought they, up the uh, idea that we're going to get like this uh, reveal like a day or two before the convention in some sort of website. And that's been the trend for a couple of years. But coming back to the idea of the, the writers and actors strike, that might change the media environment of San Diego. Because like it, it used to be for the last decade plus that all the movie news so dominated everything coming out of San Diego that if you were a toy or comic book company, you, you're revealing everything kind of beforehand so people can then talk about it at the panel but but you're getting like a few days ahead of the news events of, of the movie stuff but if the movie stuff isn't coming out this year because of the strikes maybe we will get more things revealed at a panel or at the convention itself versus on a website two or three days before the show not that it matters much are they um are they doing because I know there's been like little snippets of ads from Hasbro mentioning the um, next HasLab that I think is going to be a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Are they doing that at SCCC? They'll probably, my guess is they'll probably like reveal that or show that off. Um, I, really I don't think be, they're going to do That's just going to take a lot of Hasbro energy to do that. Uh, yeah, with the, the way the teams work, I think it, I don't know if we'll feel that as much on the Transformer side. The Transformers side feel like it was going to get a pretty big push because you had the movie that just came out, Transformers <laughs> 1 that's coming out next year, the the new season of, of Earthspark, the new comic book, and obviously the constant toy line. So there, there's a lot of energy and momentum behind Transformers to kind of have its own little space. 
When did the Deaf Source Kickstarter start last year? Haslab, sorry. Like November into December or something. Yeah, it was okay. at New York Comic Con. Well, I wasn't tied to it. It's yeah. a, it ran from October 27th to December 12th. So, so basically like November to December. Yeah. So it wouldn't be it wouldn't be yet. You shouldn't be expecting anything fun like that. Maybe we'll get a tease. I look forward to it just because I don't I don't know what's coming at all. Like I feel like I might be a little bit surprised. The source wasn't much of a surprise after Saber. But since they said the next one wouldn't be Japanese. I mean, that's the endorphin, you know, cycle. We got to get excited for the next reveal. Right. And that way we we back it before we even realize what it is. Well, I'm curious to see, like, when are the Walmart exclusive figures going to start dropping? And, like, are we going to get any more of those? Uh, I'm sure that's probably not going to be San Diego Comic-Con. But, like, are they going to, you know, kind of put up? orders for uh for the rest of that that wave they're collector so week oh okay yeah and they'll come yeah they'll be revealed next week are, are you and, talking about uh you know cobra mole rat it's the a classified toy cobra mole it's, revealed. Yeah. it's a classified figure that has some flavor text that talks about the old classic dark energon. He comes with an alternate head that's got a chunk of dark energon in his skull, making him some sort of zombie. Yeah. So they're going for, they're putting the Whoops. crossover into the classified toys, which mm -hmm. Christian, if you're listening, G.I. Joe and Transformers, they love each other. You got chocolate in my peanut butter. Uh, if anybody's buying that sound wave, his taint thing, whatever, and doesn't want the ravage, let me know. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to Yes, you that, go but... here to find the people who don't want the ravage for the Transformers. It's a Masterpiece toy, and you hate Masterpiece toys, so you you don't need that. I'll take I that. have all the Masterpiece cassettes. What are you talking about? Those are great. They're fun toys. No, they're not. They're crap, just like the rest of Masterpiece. Overcomplex garbage. I'm oh, I see. Trying to convince me because you want my Blue Ravage. <laughs> Correct. It goes oh, with yeah. my G1 Blue Ravage. And Ron, well, not G1, whatever it was. That the uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, GI Joe Chuckles comes with a uh, sound blaster accessory. Yeah, he does. I don't know if they meant for it to be sound blaster or if they cast it in one color of plastic and it's just sound wave and it just happens to be black, but. But now it's definitely sound blaster now. I'm, I'm definitely sound just, blaster to all of us. I haven't looked at it closely enough to see if it's a repaint of the San Diego Comic Con Soundwave um, backpack toy from what was that the the Shockwave set? Probably not. It was the Shockwave. I love. Tank. I love that all of us who are watching those reveals. Like the first thing we thought when we saw that Ravage on the chain. Was that it was just the old G.I. Joe crossover Ravage, which was just the little statue guy. And then the you know, we put our glasses on and said, oh, it's the MP. I wouldn't be able to see the reveal if I didn't have my glasses on. I knew it was the MP. 
I was just surprised that they busted it out for that. You know, it was just, yeah, it was, it was a nice little surprise. No, it is a nice little surprise and it makes the set feel like the, it, other it makes me want to buy the set. Overpriced. The other two sets have felt very overpriced and this one doesn't because it has an MP set thrown in in addition to two G.I. Joe peoples. But I mean, we've already talked a lot about that one. Perhaps me and Peter were torturing Christian a couple weeks ago. Because perhaps of that, maybe so. just a little. Perhaps that was really fun. But Rob's just salty that he wasn't there to jump on the dog, dog pile. It was very fun. <laughs> but um, as far as this show goes, do you think we're going to see... like? Where does the weird stuff like those um those Yolo Park um Rise of the Beast figures like where did that get revealed? Did that get revealed at like a Comic Con? I don't know. I think those are sort of just one off type of things. They Comic-Con... just came out of the air. Because they're doing more. They're not done. Yeah, but Comic Con is just such a large beast that it's like hard to break through the noise. So you sort of have to reveal it like in a quote unquote slow news week. I don't know. It, it does sound like uh, next week that Robeson's going to be having a panel themselves like um, on the 19th to uh, potentially reveal a new figure too. So got that. I mean, Robeson's pretty perfect for this because they are, a company that does break through the noise, so to speak, is they they market towards not just the the toy collector. You know, they they market towards the tech bro nerds too. So and their uh, prices are so big, they make headlines. Yeah, because we can't help but comment when a Transformers product is released for five hundred plus, right? Like we've talked about that gosh darn Megatron segue multiple times just because it's so expensive and obtrusive but then when you get the $30 yellow park figures that most people just get like oh well it's a $30 Transformers model kit it is not a model kit but $30 Transformers model kit what is it it? it's an action figure that comes in about 10 pieces that you just clip together real fast Model kits, you have to cut things off sprues and you have to go through a bunch of steps and this is just a, a action figure you put together. Not even as complex as a Lego kit. But it's beautiful. It's really good. So I hope that so they make more like friends for him. Duplo flame toys? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that they do a Mirage again. I just want him to get a toy that has an accurate bot mode, and this would be an accurate bot mode because this is a really good primal bot mode. Do you guys I got think a feeling super- that I have to wait for MPN Mirage until we get a really good one? Do you guys think that uh, Super Seven's going to reveal anything Transformers related, or do you think that they're kind of done with that whole? Line. I think they'll still do. I think reaction is fine with them, but oh, I think yeah, for sure. I think their ultimates they're gonna be like what ultimates? Yeah, your transformer ultimates. Well, I guess maybe we'll think about that someday. Maybe maybe that'll work. I don't know. I think they're gonna just pretend that what they happen. did never happened. That so do you? Dream. So with that reaction, Rob, do you think that because recently they canceled two or three of their power? I think it was just two of the Power Rangers ultimates. 
they were in like really? wave three of the ultimates. They actually just said we didn't get enough pre-orders, so we're canceling these figures. They didn't cancel the whole wave. They just canceled two out of three of the figures. One of them got enough pre-orders, so they said they'll make it. So do you think they're going to do something like that with waves two and three? Because we have three waves of Transformers. We've only seen one, and we hated it. So It wouldn't surprise me. I just remember there's the first wave. I got two of those figures in hand. And I think the next wave had a cup, like one or two figures again that I was like that I would pick up. But then they went to like to just, you know, the top five characters from each, you know, like the, they're just going to do Prime, Starscream, Megatron variants, you know, and they yeah. did like what a wave or two of that, something like that. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me because I just don't feel like we've heard anything about it. They do send anything. out, they do send out like emails every now and again with here's all of our crap. And I don't remember what they said last time on it. But like, you know, normally I'm looking for like normally I'm looking for their Transformer or Ninja Turtle stuff. And like where the hell's all that crap, you know, coming from or when's it coming? But yeah. Because that'll be if they actually release it, that'll be the only licensed toy of nickel from the comics if the Tarn actually comes out. I have to imagine the Tarn got enough pre orders. Yeah, if they're going to do like a buy the pre-orders, but it's just like after the, after reviewer after reviewer got a hold of right. those Super Seven Ultimates and said these are not good, like we, I got they it might be reactionary. Wave two, um, should have left the factory May twenty twenty three and shipped to customers mid July. So wave two should be shipping around anytime now. The third wave is supposed to be leave in August and ship in October. And then wave four, which is when they said, okay, fuck it. It's just Optimus Prime and Star Screams. Um, that's, uh, you know, supposed to get to customers January 2024. And then that the other two-pack wave they did is actually supposed to come November 2023, so actually earlier than wave four. Um, so I don't know. It doesn't sound here like they canceled any of them. I feel like if the pre-orders were low enough, these some of these would have gotten canned still coming that's would be my guess so that means wave two it's going to be right on time for black friday sales <laughs> if it actually out for four moms yeah so it's coming out now so i might actually pick up a couple of it was wave two tarn or was wave three tarn three. wave three two tarn. is bludgeon grimlock tracks and megatron megatron there you go yeah, the G2 Megatron also just has personality to it. He's Wave 3. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, different, it's a G1 different Megatron. Ones. Excellent. Then I'll just wait for Wave 3. I forget who's in Wave 3 besides Tarn and Megatron. It's Alligatorcon, G2, Megatron, Tarn, and Retgar. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen to the excitement in the room. We're going to do a Rekgar non-transforming toy right after the greatest Rekgar transforming toy ever came out. What was that? Oh, the, you mean the, the mainline one. Got it. Yeah. Good. The mini masterpiece. So I don't know. Were you anticipating anything else from San Diego Comic-Con? <laughs> Do you think um, we get a trailer or like some sort of teaser footage of Transformers One? For what? Transformers, Transformers One, the movie film. Mm-hmm. The cartoon, the first ever Transformers cartoon. 
first ever Transformers cartoon movie film. No, the first ever, ever Transformers cartoon. There you go. Transformers cartoon. It's the first time. First time. It's got Scarlett That'd Johansson be nice. and, and Chris Helmsworth. Who's Thor? And she's Scarlet Witch. Horum. Uh, what the heck is it called? The the game, the first person, the shooter. Oh yeah. Rebuild. Forget about that. Yeah. It, Reformer. Like this fall or later than that. I think it was supposed to be like this fall, but we haven't heard anything of it in a while. Uh, right. I'd love to hear more about it. Like I, I won't want to play it because I don't like first person shooters, but it's. I don't know. Get more games out there. Maybe people will like them. I think that's about it. Like I'm saying, I'm hoping for more oddball stuff. Like, I really enjoyed my little oddball, non-transforming model kit guys recently. They've been more, fun more to pops. play with. Peter, you, you excited to get some pops? not a pop. That Galvatron and Rodimus two pack looks pretty neat, though. The the pops, they're like eighties uh, toy deco. Oh, I thought pops. it looked. I thought it looked really neat when my GameStop had a nice pyramid made of unicorns marked down to like twelve dollars. That was oh. pretty neat looking. Yeah, I know. I, I'm a little disappointed. Like, I used to uh, get these things called Q-Figs, which were a little cutesy, you know, kind of guys, and they did not sell well and, you know, I think are canceled. But uh, Pops just keep going. Going forever. That's what happens when you can sell an item at 10,000% markup. Yeah. You only need to sell two, and your production run is covered. <laughs> Go ahead and keep shitting them out, man. And they're just cute and just accessible enough for everyone to find 50 that they love. It's, you know, they're the pops are modern day beanie babies. Um, And there's a toy store that's great here in Tennessee, uh, in Nashville, called Totally Rad, Totally Rad Toy House. And uh, they recently moved and we went and checked it out. And on their banner, like their store sign, it says big letters, we do not buy Beanie Babies. <laughs> like they felt the need so that needed to be up on the banner. So That's awesome. I mean, to be fair, Pops are way more successful, I feel like, than Beanie oh, Babies. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Beanie Babies had, like, longer, a, yeah. had a pretty decent run, but I mean, Pops have been going forever. But you have to think, like, forever. Beanie Babies stopped 25 years ago like the the rage stopped 25 years ago and now every grandma that was buying them then has croaked and now their families are like what do we do with grandma's 400,000 beanie babies oh there's a toy store down the street it's totally rad they'll buy our oh wait no they won't and what makes don't. you say that the fucking sign right <laughs> they should probably put up there like we'll not buy your power of the force star wars figures or whatever that that is as well Oh, <laughs> I, I think always gotta have all your toys closed. Gotta have like, your beanie Pops babies. Is, you need them. Pops has been way more successful than Beanie Babies were. Beanie Babies were just a splash in the pan. I think the thing they with were. Pops is that a lot of places do deal with gluts of them they can't get rid of. 
but the profit margins, like jokes aside, are more than good enough to eat all that garbage. And they do the chase variants and stuff where they make a ton of their money back on that. So, yeah, you go to a wall pops that most people don't care about. But the ones they do care about, they fucking open up for. So I assume that, like, next to all those Ataris in the desert are just a bunch of smashed, you know, cubed up pops that just keeps getting... Like, the factory, some of them, just they just take them right from the factory and they just go right <laughs> back into the, into the desert. That's half the garbage island right now. Half the garbage island is, is pops. <laughs> Rob, I just have the mental image of like someone walking into that toy store you're talking about with like a bunch of spawn toys and like the owner just pulling out a shotgun, just like get off my property. <laughs> like, just about any we don't take nicely to your kind around here. Just about any toy from the nineties. Like, no, no, you don't understand. They made quadrillion of these. They are not worth anything. At least the comic books, you can wipe your ass with the paper. Like this, this toy, <laughs> no, this is just going to clog up the environment for centuries. Yeah. Our bad. Sorry, Earth. Whoops. So I do want to mention next week, I think we're going to have a show, what, on Thursday, Phil? Is that right? Sure. Friday? I don't know. When are you guys meeting? Uh, yeah, I think Thursday is the plan. So I think that's the day of the, uh, the Transformers panel. So we'll we'll be talking about the Transformers panel. I'll be hosting a episode because uh, Lucas. Well, I'll, I'll figure out some you know zany way of why you're not on the episode next week. So don't tell people why you're really not going to be on. I always like coming up with a you know reason you're not on, and it never puts you in a good light. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing an episode next week. That'll be fun. We'll talk. I about... will not be on it. I will be in Mexico. With we'll Lucas talk about. See? We'll yeah, talk we're, about. We're, we're going to be running, running some stuff, right? Right, uh, Rob? It's going to be Shawshank Redemption style where, like, Rob meets you, like, a year later, just walks up to your little shack on the beach. Left you that note in a tree. Didn't you get it? So yeah, so check that out uh, next Thursday night. So should be fun. I hope so. so. Could be crap. It's like, oh, we revealed, you know, the, the studio series, you know, Commander Ultra Magnus. That's it. And it's like, what do we got to talk about? I, I don't know. One one toy. Here we go. Hey, well, it could be know, it. We had no reveals this week, and we went almost two hours. So you know, hey. Yeah, I guess I mean let's talk about TFCon. It's exciting. We we don't talk about third party stuff enough anymore. That's why we have Rob on and you on, Anna and Peter and Phil. And like, you know, all you guys can talk about all your third parties, and I can just kind of hang out over here and say, yeah. My desk is covered in third party right now. Third party is just not the animal it used to be, too. Yeah. It's not. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me uh, tonight, and thanks to everyone into the uh, in the chat. Uh, I had several uh, several people. I had Ron Zaldron, um, Daniel earlier. Um, we had a couple of new people. Um, so yeah, and then uh, I guess. I don't know if it's GTR uh, no longer book club. Is that right, Anna? It's it's Anna's Anime Academy. 
people should watch along with book club as we read super god master force and by that i mean read the subtitles yeah it counts yeah book club is watching super god master force we're on episodes 11 and 12 anyone who wants to catch up and hang out with us on sunday night is welcome to and it's a lot of fun because that's a great series that a lot of people haven't watched there you go and it's all available completely legitimately on the youtube the Omnidubs on YouTube. Go watch the Omnidubs. Good stuff. Well, there you go. Don't don't be sober. Just don't be sober. All right. Well, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening. And ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting. And on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. ha <laughs> ha!